Hello, this is Tyler Posey, and you are listening to Not Another Teen Wolf Podcast. episode of another Teen Wolf podcast. It's Natalie. You probably can't tell that because I sound like I'm losing my voice. It's a week before BiteCon and it's Thursday and it's literally the first day that all of this podcast has been in the same room at the same time. And this is a surprise for you all. We are all right now in the conference room at Teen Wolf at the headquarters set, etc. We've had a set tour and we've had, you know, some time meeting a lot of people on the show and we're going to see who comes in to talk to us for the rest of the podcast. But we also want to talk a bit about what we got to see on set today and who we got to hang out with and all of that. So we have Donya, Courtney, Brooke, Karen and me all in the same room. Karen and I are very sick from going to New York together, but so I'm going to let Donya talk for a while now. Yeah, so it, we had a lot of fun with this. It was great. We had a, a nice drive over. Courtney was very, very good and drove us over in a van. Louisiana driving is not Los Angeles driving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we got to wander around. We got to see a lot of stuff. It's been really good. So what was everyone's favorite thing that you saw today? Karen? Is it? Oh, go ahead. Um, <clears throat> God, you put me on the spot. I don't know. Karen's sick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I feel like everything is like a blur and I don't remember anything right now. Yeah. We got to see a lot of the best like sets, like, you know, the whole thing. They're not on a, you know, they've got their own sound stages out on their location. They're not in a, you know, like Fox lot, or Paramount lot. And so we got to see, like, all of their, like, how all the stages fit together, like, bits of the school and the hospital, like, even, like, the, you know, the front entrance is the hospital, and they use every bit of space they have, which is the same as inside studios I've been to, even places that are, like, a public walkway, they can make a scene, they do the same thing here, and it's really, really cool. But uh, we we got to see uh, a lot of the actors walking around. I really liked hanging out in Derek's loft. Yeah, Derek's yeah. loft. Yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. they turned on the lights and we didn't get to go inside a lot of the sets. We sort of got to look in the doors of the classrooms and locker room I saw into and we went through the the morgue as well. We that was cool. That was fun yeah. for me. That was my favorite. I think that was the first moment. Moment when you walk in and you're like, holy crap. Yeah. Guys, yeah. guys. And so that was you know, that sticks out for me. Yeah, Wait. Derek's Loft was my, my favorite yeah. set that we saw. So. It was really nice to see the sheriff's office as well. I yeah. like that. That was yeah. great. Yeah, we I, s- 
I think my favorite part about Derek's loft was, like, the bricks. And, you know, they were showing us that they're not real, but, like, you can't tell. Like, even up close, unless you touch them, you're like, no, this stuff is all real, and they built this, but it's all, like, paint. Yeah. I think the other really cool thing about Derek's loft was that Rusty, who does a lot of the pre-production stuff, he actually, that was his first uh, set. Project. Like, his first proper project that had, like, ceilings and mm-hmm. everything. So it's a fully realized room. And when he built it, he did a lot of extra stuff. So in uh, the episode where they actually flood mm-hmm. Derek's loft, they, when they went to him with that and said, oh, we need to put, like, a couple of inches of water in here. He said, oh, yeah, no problem. I've made this whole thing waterproof. You can, you can actually fill it up. It's not a problem. I just did that in case you wanted to flood it at any point. And it's like, Chill, you know, whatever. you know, whatever. Yeah, you can flood this this set. This is cool. So that that for me was pretty awesome as well to to think that he just added that in without really knowing he where they the were foresight. going. Yeah, he mm-hmm. had the foresight. This guy is amazing. Yeah. Like his pre-production yeah we saw a lot of sketches all over the offices of all of the drawings he does of how they want scenes to look and all that kind of stuff we saw some mock-ups uh we saw a big piece of the nebaton which was hand carved out of polystyrene and then painted so that was fun it was sealed that was in hard as well six pieces like so big it's huge huge The, the one piece of the nebaton was bigger than I am. But that's not hard to... Thanks, bro. Yeah, yeah Donya's really short, by the way, just so you all know. Um, but, yeah, and then we got to... I mean, we weren't, like, spoilerific about, like, anything. You know, the scenes they were doing, but we got to meet Lyndon and Matthew Del Negro, and we got to see Orny Adams and Tyler Hecklin and J.R. Bourne, uh, one of the new kids, Dylan Sprayberry, and Jeff. So everyone was super nice. Like everyone, the vibe here is like legitimately so chill and like Mm -hmm. everyone's so happy to be here. We talked to so many uh, different people who work in like costuming and like all sorts of stuff. And it was really, it was cool. They were like, yeah, have some catering and just like hang out. Like we've been here for like six hours. Like it's like, it's just been really like amazing. We never had a home. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We live here now apparently. Like, just the atmosphere here is very nice nice and i don't want to say calm because they probably work very hard and get very stressed in the middle of the nights but like it's not like it's not angry or stressful and like it's like everyone's really happy to be working with each other and happy puppies and kids running around. oh yeah we met a dog that was cool like we met a puppy uh Um, if you follow the team of production tumblr it's the rescue puppy that they talked about uh, yeah i think it was like a couple of weeks ago Mm -hmm. right it's uh yeah indy the puppy is doing very well and we got to meet indy uh actually indy met us as in indy Kind of clocked us in the conference room and yeah. came over. Yeah. So she's not yeah. yeah. So yeah, and it was just all very very fun. And what else can we say? Like, um, I think Jen, Jen Lynch. Like yeah, Jen, Jen Lynch, Lynch who directed Silverfinger, is directing two episodes the next season. We we met her today and saw her directing a scene between Jr. and Tyler Hecklin which we're allowed to say, and it's on a new set, which we're not allowed to say what it is. Uh, but we we just saw the whole style of her directing, which was really funny and, like, like it was 
we won't say what it is, but it was a very repetitive close-up and just the, like, the pedanticness and the kind of the different – I didn't know there were so many different ways you could do this one thing, if yeah, you know what I yeah, mean. Like, yeah. And then her complaints about there yeah. being a strand of hair on this prop and it kept – multiplying it's yeah. like she's like this is too hairy now <laughs> <laughs> which was fantastic like she was she was great it was really nice to see like the style in which she was directing them with yeah, yeah the that way she really- talked to them and stuff was really like energetic and like cool like that was and also very personable yeah i yeah. think that that was really nice to see that it seems like everyone's so close and and as we were like going through the set everyone made a point of like saying hello yeah, yeah. And, and it was like being at disneyland on my birthday <laughs> <laughs> like right i had i we went to disneyland and it was it's my birthday next week and they made me get the birthday button Every cast member at Disney was like, happy birthday. Oh, oh, you, happy birthday. And this was like this today. Everyone was like so nice when they saw us. And I don't know if they're just like always that nice to people or if they'd been like oh bribed or something. Like, <laughs> But it was it was really cool. And, and we have uh, some photos to show you of what we're allowed to. We saw a lot of the costumes, a lot of like the, mm-hmm. they have a rack of like the favorite costumes uh, that they've kept from past episodes. What did you guys like from that? Oh, the Oni one. Yeah, the Oni costume. The Oni costume was amazing. I love that it was green leather that they painted. They couldn't find the right kind of black leather, and so they, they got a green painted leather it. and they, they dyed it. Oh, it was amazing. They also just the had... detail on that was – that costume just – you. If we ever, like, whenever, like, the HD stuff comes out, I would love to just, like, really zoom in on that yeah. just to see all the details again because it was just so good. And they had a Scott's track jacket that he got the bite in, like, yeah. the before and after. Like, that was kind of... We're big fans of that one, apparently. That was kind of cool. Um, the I... books, the binders, I'm yeah. sorry, that they yeah. got for each episode with the photos of all the uh, outfits and the jewelry things. and just everything. That was... They showed us one of the books, and, and that was amazing. It's a fo- Like, it's a photo for every single costume change. And the change may just be that, like, in one scene, Lydia's not wearing a ring, and then she may be wearing a ring a little bit later on, but the same outfit, and they have to re-photograph it. Just to make sure that, like, the continuity is there with the outfits themselves. Mm -hmm. And, like, the tatters on, like, Derek's Mm -hmm. shirt when he gets horribly, horribly hurt. To make sure (laughs) that they're in the same place. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I actually really liked um, Kali's jacket that she died in, which is so morbid. But, I mean, they were like, yeah, we removed all the glass, but, like, you could still see some of the blood on the side. and like A lot of blood just, on stuff. Yeah, like, everything had blood on it. Blood on the floor, and we saw Styles's um like, tie and white shirt yeah. from, prom. yeah, prom. Yeah, from the... And Allison's the... dress, and, yeah, there was a lot of really cool things there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else did we see that we could talk about? The, um, lunch... Where they have lunch outside. Yeah, the exterior oh, yeah. of Beacon Hills High, like the sign and the uh, thing tables. You know, and like we when we walked from one lot to the other, that was like the lot where like Styles was like they found Styles lying down when Lydia was driving the car with mm-hmm. uh, right. Aiden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it was instead of like the whole is they use every, every second they make. So um, the lunch tables, the crew actually eats out there. They'll actually sit at the lunch tables and just have lunch or whatever. Um, that's just so awesome. It's yeah. so multi-purpose. I love it. 
It was fun. It was good. It was. It was, it was amazing. It was, yeah. And then we had some interviews. And we are uh, got to chat with some of the writers, which you'll hear in a minute, in the conference room. We got to chat with Ian Stokes, Alyssa Clark, and Angela, Angela L. Harvey, who are all on the writing team. And we got to chat for a while about like their collaborations and like how the shows run and some little nitty gritty questions. We probably could have talked for like twelve hours, like yeah. whatever. Where's Karen and I are like losing our voices and it's all like they've got to kick us out sometime, but uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry, this is pro- probably good. I don't really have time to edit this thoroughly, so you're probably gonna hear a lot of coughing, so sorry about that. But you're getting our real experience and uh <laughs> it was very exciting and it was like even JR and Hecklin uh, were shooting their scene and like they, you know, took time to like drink in the turnaround uh, of the scene, like, you know, shooting it from a different angle. They came out, like they went past us a few times to get on in and off the set and they kind of like, we were kind of like, oh, look, there they are. But then they came out and just like talked to us for like 20 minutes or something, just like hanging out and like that was very surreal and cool. And like uh, everyone, all of the cast were like, oh, it's so nice. Like, thank you for, you know, like to the fandom and all of that. It was like, yeah. 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 The amount of appreciation these guys have yeah. for the fandom is okay. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we got to walk through the gallery. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we got to see the yeah, fan art. It's so, so pretty. Cool. Yeah. Guys, yeah. your fan art up in this gallery is the most awesome thing. It's yeah. so – it looks so professional and nice, and it's, like, it's so legit, legit mm-hmm. and it's really cool. And, like – It has to give them inspiration. Yeah. Whoever I am, and knowing that they have your support. Yeah. Yeah. They've inspired you guys to make things like this, so it, it's a full it's circle. circle. Yeah. Circle. Yeah, but I don't know what else to say. We'll probably think of some other stuff. We'll probably be like remembering this for the rest of our lives, yeah. and like be like, yeah. this. So yeah, that happened when we were on set. But like, yeah, it was very, uh, you know, very. I want to say last minute. Oh, we've been planning it for about nine months, but it was it ended up still being totally last minute. So, yeah, very very big thanks to everyone at yes. MTV who kind of made, made happen. that happen and being so welcoming to us because this is the first time we've obviously all been able to gather. So that's been exciting. Yeah, Courtney was very excited to meet Taylor Hecklin. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. We're gonna publish this on air, aren't we? Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. And Jeff was also very excited to see Karen. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's weird because, like, so we I hate, like, saying this because it sounds really braggy, but, like, like some of them were like, oh, yeah, we know you. And, like, Jeff, as soon as he heard me, he was like, I recognize your voice. And then he saw Karen, he's like, and I know you, and, like, hugs Karen because he's met her at a lot of interviews. Karen's and hiding her face right now. Karen's, yeah, Karen's totally embarrassed. Stop it. I know, that was very overwhelming and weird <laughs> to think that, like, the, they're that aware of the fandom. So, like... You know, be careful, guys. <laughs> yeah. um, but it was cool. Like, it was so nice. And he was, like, yeah, so open and, and welcoming and, and, like, really chill. And that was cool. Yeah. He's a nice guy. He's a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't even know what else to say right now. Yeah. Has anyone got anything to say before we uh, go into the interviews? We hope you guys enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed uh, talking. Talking. To yeah. yeah. Yeah, and everyone have fun at BikeCon, I guess, if we uh, 
if we see you there. If we don't, hopefully we'll be able to get some good stuff from that as yeah. well. And hopefully we met a lot of people today that might want to come on the show in future and talk. Costume, Barbara Vasquez, who's the I think the head of the costume, so was nice. so cool. And, like, we were yeah. talking to her. We were just like, I wish I'd got a microphone up and was, like, recording that conversation because she was like, we are talking about, like, you know, the different ways you could style a character, like, to show, yeah. like, their insecurities, like, purposely get clothes that don't fit properly and, like, all of that kind of thing. And, like, the idea of, like, you know, re-wearing outfits because they're, like, real teenagers who don't have, like, yeah. new outfits from, like, you know, wherever, like, Designer every week, designer stuff, yeah. stuff every week and, like, purposefully reusing stuff and, like, making it look worn in and, like, laundering it and all of that. And it was, like, super fascinating to me. So I would love to have her on at some point. That would be amazing because she's so funny as well. She was really yeah. funny. So yeah, we, we heard a lot of – we heard a lot about, like, on-set life and stuff, which was all cool. Like, and everyone's friends and it's all – it's so, like, unprofessional in a good way. Yeah. I don't mean that in, like, a, like, they're unprofessional. It, it's not unprofessional or, like, very – it's professional, but relaxed. Yeah, it's so, like, cool like and, and genuinely, Supportive. like, yeah. friendly and, and mm. chill and funny. And I don't know, it's, yeah, it's kind of, you know, we, we didn't, yeah, everything we hoped and more, really. Yeah, yeah I think it's a really good show. You're in love with. Yeah. Good yeah. yeah. job, guys. Yeah. <laughs> So, anyway, that was the interviews with the three writers that we got to meet who were all very cool and energetic and funny and irreverent. And it's just – it's clearly a very, very fun team, very young team, very mixed group of people. And it's a lot of opportunities. Like, everyone here seems to be given a lot of opportunities, like, in a really personal manner, which is really cool. So, hope you liked that and hope we're able to hear more from the set in future – if they ever, you know, want to come on the show again at some point. Uh, we've left them a bunch of our cards, so, <laughs> yeah. So we have Ian Stokes here. Hey. Internet, hi. He's one of the writers for Teen Wolf. Do you want to kind of tell the internet a little bit about, like, your position in the writing staff and how it works, like, with a group of writers? I'm the producer, uh, writer. Uh, I started in 3B. Uh, I, we, me and Jeff and our other staff writers, we sit around a room and we write the scripts and then we go to set and watch them be filmed. Fair enough. It is that exciting. (laughs) Yeah. Boring. Um, you know, we look at the internet a lot. We watch a lot of YouTube videos. Uh, we talk about our favorite movies and then we're like, Hey, can we do that? And then we do that. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. uh, We saw a lot of the, uh, like, um, art boards and the kind of storyboards and like stuff that is like like mood boards or like from other films like you have here and stuff so like well that's all our production stuff yeah our production to the people here we moved the show i wasn't on the show when we were in atlanta yeah the show moved from atlanta to la and it had to like sort of had to redefine its visual look mm-hmm. um russell directed russell mulcahy directed the pilot and he also directed the first episode of season three which was the first la episode yeah. And I think you can sort of see the difference in the show when we went to L.A. It's a play. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And uh, I did um, – I was on this show before that called Warehouse 13. We shot in Toronto. And I don't really – I love the Canadians, but it's the best crews anywhere are in L.A. If you shoot in L.A., that's why your show looks better. Mm-hmm. And so we have people who have worked in features, and our stunt guys are from – they do all the Spider-Mans and the Marvel movies. Rusty Smith is our production designer, and he comes up with just amazing stuff. Our crews are the happiest people I know because they get to work in where they live in L.A. Mm. 
and uh, so you'll see all this all this art all over the board. This is our inspirations. I guess you guys are looking at some spoilers here. Yeah, we weren't, we're not, well, we're not, we're not taking pictures in this room. Or anything. About well, you can yeah. see a lot of Indiana Jones temple stuff on the wall, and uh, yeah, that's I'm true. sure it's all over the internet that our premiere takes place in Mexico. In Mexico. Yeah, that's yeah, known that about. That. So yeah. it's a big uh, road adventure. We kind of wanted to do. Jeff and I had sort of talked at the end of last season about doing our premiere like uh, it's kind of like the opening of Return of the Jedi with right. Jabba the Hutt, but okay. there's no Jabba. Um, but it's a big, crazy adventure in Mexico, and uh, we're really excited about it. We, we've seen a rough cut. It's it's shaping up very nicely. Um, and so one thing is another thing about the show is we, it's hard to do it's hard to do locations than it was in Atlanta. So we knew if we were going to do a big road show, it'd be better to do it uh, at the beginning of the season. Yeah. What are you at, looking at? You texting? No, no, no. I'm, I'm just, talking here. I'm just... I'm pull, very fascinated. I'm pulling up the episode guide to talk about who wrote which episode, oh, actually. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's something I was saying to Matt earlier about the start of the, uh, you know, the, I'm like, I want this episode to be like 50% people bickering in the backseat of the car. Like, that's what I that's what I want from we it. We have so. a lot. Well, we do <laughs> like, a lot of car stuff. And yeah. um, the best cool. part about nice. it's called Poor Man's Process. And so what it is is you'll see there's a lot of talky stuff in the car in the first episode. We got, we got everybody in the Jeep. That's great. And so what it is is just a, it looks like they're moving, and it's just a green screen and then a set guy with a big, like, two-by-four under the tires, like, jumping on it so <laughs> the thing looks like it's shaking. But, you know, you'll, you'll, it's movie magic. You'll see. Yeah. And so I was curious about, like, how many people are on the, the writing Last year team? it was – we had about five. It was me, Jeff, Christian, um, uh, Moira, Owen, and Angela and Alyssa. Yeah. We all came in at different times. Um, and – and this year, it's me. Christian's going to do eye candy on MTV. Very yeah. exciting. I was going to ask about that. Yeah. What that meant for him. Yeah. He's the means. He's the big, big cheese at this other show on MTV that'll be on. Yeah. I guess January. Is it going to be consult now? On what? Is it going to like consult? With consult you? with us. He directed yeah. episode two of this year. Okay. Oh, cool. Um, but that's it. And Christian, I'll miss him, but every day I would come in and he would take my parking sign down and throw it it in the dirt. And I always just thought, man, this thing is falling down. And then one day I came in at the right time and I saw Christian just pulls up next to me and goes over and kicks my sign down. So you weren't missing that much. I'm like, what a dick. Uh, And so when he left, I took his parking sign and threw it in the garbage and took a picture of it. Oh, yeah. No, but he's a good guy. Uh, and uh, so he directed episode two. So, but that that was his last. And he's been hanging out here. Yeah. But now he's uh, gathering his own writing room for his yeah. show, which I think he'll start shooting at the end of this year. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, my thing is as well. Like, you guys have like a team, and you sit around, and you work out stories, episodes together. How much like sort of is it when an episode title comes up, it'll say written by Jeff Davis, written by Ian Stokes, written by Christian Taylor, like. What is it that makes an episode like yours in particular? If you know what I mean, is it do you come all, come away and bring the no, idea yourself? No, I mean really like, we um we tend to just collaborate, and some of the credits are they we always that always the person who does the first draft. Um, but when we tend to we tend to collaborate everything, and it's sort of weird because I know to the outsider like um like the Emmys, right? The Emmys will do the best best writing best script of the year, that'll be the, or whatever best writing in dramatic series or something, and it'll be like four Mad Men episodes, mm-hmm. you know. And then someone will go up and get it. But when you're in a writers' room, we all collaborate and we write together, so it's super weird. Yeah. Um, 
That's uh, Alyssa and Angela just Hi. 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 Take a seat. The ladies we're... of the Teen Wolf Riders room. Cool. Lady writers. The lady writers. <laughs> we like lady writers. I but they're like... always like, when we make a joke or something on the script, we're like, is this sexist? And we have to look at Alyssa and Angela. And half the time it is. Half the time it is. <laughs> and then we're like, take it out. Like, if you're asking that question, you already know the answer. Yeah. Uh, um, but like, so for last season, 3B, because I won't go into 4, the way it worked is we would all gather, we, we have about eight weeks of prep before we start shooting. So we all sit down, we sort of plot out the entire the entirety of the season. With, uh, we try to roadmap it. And so we come up with the overall, we had all the stuff about, we knew Kira was coming into town and her mother and the internment camp and the Nogitsune. And we had all these details and we plotted out the entire mystery basically. And then it just came a matter of, well, okay, well, what happens in every episode? Um, so we knew like certain landmarks, like we knew about, because um, I think I, my credit is episode 10 is the... Yeah, uh, Fox and uh, the Wolf, right? Or 9 or whatever it is. The one yeah. with the internment camp episode. Yeah. So that was one that... Yeah, we, we never know the title. So you guys yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I pulled it up. That's why I was on my phone. Yeah. Um, so, you know, as a group, we all try to figure out the map of the season before we get started, or at least what certain signposts are going to be. Um, and then you sort of... It's like, because every season, Jeff's, Jeff's deal is, the way he wants to run this show, is every 12 episodes is a sequel to a movie. The sequel to the next movie. Yeah. So that's why we don't have – we do have ongoing storylines and stuff, but we tend to try to wrap up as much as we can in episode 12, even though we know we're not going to be canceled. So I don't know why we just don't keep going. But <laughs> for some reason, that's the way we do it. But I think it's also very satisfying for the audience, and I think that's a new way of – doing TV, especially with like American Horror Story and True Detective, where you feel satisfied at the end of 12. If we didn't wrap stuff up, we would be more insane than we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't be able to complete a full yeah. sentence right it'd, now. It'd probably be like Styles is bored with all of the like string coming up yeah. everywhere. Kind of We'd definitely be wondering. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the board comes back this year, too. Yeah. Oh. I symbolically took it down. Okay. Yeah. I liked the symbolically taking it down. I thought that was nice. It was nice, but then we had another mystery. Oh. Yeah. But it's oh, like a, is this like a crazy person board, or is this like a legitimate board? Well, I will say, Styles is no longer... Some people are asking us, like, when's the Nogitsune coming back? And we're like, never. <laughs> we Nogitsune fixed it. was crazy was enough for one season. Like, yeah. He's not coming back. He's in a box. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. definitely a deliberate choice to put the board back up and kind of yeah. process a new mystery. Yeah, cool. This season's super cool, guys. I believe you. Yeah, it's, believe it's you. Not as, it's, it's not as dark as season 3B. Yeah. We need a breather. Well, but I it's, think... It's a lot funnier. There's a lot of old style, old school season 1 and 2 humor in there. Uh, huge body count, though, always. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not your idea yeah. of dark. I mean, you know, ripping bodies. We're running out of a lot of... Uh, we need a lot of decapitated prop corpses this season. Yeah. Cool. But, uh, Seems nice. Um, other than that, it's... Uh, we're just plugging. We're about halfway through shooting now. I mean, I feel like having the villain as one of the like lead characters who already existed is like you can't. If you keep trying to top that, like if you keep trying to go a level up from that, it's going to get ridiculous. So yeah, I think everyone was kind of relieved to bring it bring it down a little bit for season four. Um, I shouldn't be talking this much because I'm losing my voice. Um, do you guys no, want to ask think, anything about... I think going off the back of that, I think it yeah. was really nice to ramp it back down and go back to almost the roots, which it seems like, from what we've seen so far, it seems to be going back to like the core relationships again. I think that's really nice, especially with the fallout from Allison. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be really nice to see. Yeah, well, we uh, one of the things about going back to basics is Jeff really wanted to do, and I kind of wanted to do too, is a simple, well, the first season's who is the alpha. 
And so it's this ongoing mystery and you're waiting, like, like any good mystery, like Scream or anything else, where you're waiting for that killer to be unmasked. And it worked great in two and it worked even better in three with the Dirac. Mm-hmm. And we got a good one this season too. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty, <laughs> nothing simple on Team Wolf. <laughs> it's a little less, it's maybe, Wait, it's, it's, maybe it's simpler than, we probably won't be flashbacking to World War II. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Because that, that episode nearly killed, I don't know how we, I think we're still trying to pay for it, but. It was beautifully done. I mean, is that something that you always, like, and as you said, that's your top, like, that's your credit on that one. Is it like you guys have the idea of the whole season, then everyone's like, okay, so I'll do the first draft of this one, is it, or does it just sort of. Well, the whole thing was like, really, the, the Termin Camp episode was like, up until the moment we were breaking it we're like should we be doing this and it wasn't about the subject matter necessarily it was more about the fact that like we're gonna try to do a world war ii flashback episode on an mtv budget (laughs) and we're also gonna do this very it's a little it's a little cheese balls to do the thing oh my mother looks just like me when she was immortal (laughs) with kira but but we but she but the other the other thing that we were worried about was we were obviously a little bit ahead and we had we hadn't seen a lot of Arden yet, and so we were very worried about, is Arden the person who can carry an episode so soon? And she totally was. Yeah. She's and amazing. she was amazing. And also, another person is Tamlin, who we, uh, Tamlin Tamika, who plays yeah. um, Kira's yeah. mom. Yeah. Uh, if Eric comes in here, Eric worked with her on Eureka. She's, she just blew us all away. She's and, like, she sold the hell out of that, telling of that story. And yeah. she's awesome. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> she was- came in, uh, uh, the first time we worked with Tamlin, it was the sushi dinner scene. Nice. And so we had, it was like we shot it actually from like, I'm going to say like 8 p.m. to like 4 a.m. or something at this house and I don't know where we were. And so t- we hadn't met Tamlin yet. She just comes in. I think she just, who knows if she had ever seen the show. I doubt it. She's just an L.A.-based actress. And she's just like, we're trying to explain to her, like, we think you might know Scott as a werewolf because you might be a thousand years old. And she's like, what is this show? <laughs> like, what is going on? And... But right away, she had this thing where we put out the sushi, and she told us that the the table was dressed all wrong for a Japanese sushi dinner. She's like, like, no, the chopsticks need to go over here, and the tea should be here. And, like, the production crew is looking at us like, should we do this? And, like, we're like, she's scaring us. Like, do it. <laughs> like, she's Mrs. Yukimura. She's the character we wrote. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I don't even know what we were talking about anymore. <laughs> the internment camp episode. We barely know what you're talking about. Yeah. Did anyone mention that Princess Leia and a jester is in the season? <laughs> oh, well, you know, good to know. That will be a, a great spoiler for the yeah. internet. So. I, never, I don't know we'll what the that hell one. is happening in this picture. But. Yeah. yeah. I've been trying to give props to set design for a minute, ever since we started talking about internment camp. Like, walking on those sets yeah. was the most amazing thing for me. Yeah, on Rusty show. is... Just, he, he's a genius. Yeah. And then there was like this level. There were some high shots that were taken, but there were like these stairs that we could walk down. At that, yeah, um, San Pedro. It's a military San Pedro. called Fort MacArthur. Yeah, it was and gorgeous. It was, uh, it was freezing, but it was pretty cool. And then yeah. we went back there because we—that's where we killed. That's where we killed Els. Yeah, it was really beautifully done. And then we had also. Um, what episodes do we have this season that you did the Illuminated, right? Which I love. Wait, is that the... That's my party. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, uh, again, like, was that something that, like, like we heard that sort of that idea came from Jeff having gone to one of those parties and just wanting to put it on film as, like... Jeff probably lives at those parties. Is that, like... <laughs> that's, like that's, like, every Thursday night. That's kind of, well, that's kind, of what I, that's kind of what we originally heard. It's just a funny, I like, thing to say, like, with, like, with the overarching story and, and you know, then writing an episode, having... Uh, 
like a weird idea? Like what's the weirdest idea to kind of uh, have to guide a storyline around, if you know what I mean? Um, the weirdest idea I think we've had? Is that what you want to know? Because it wasn't mine. Well, just <laughs> – yeah, well, I, well, this was – was the, the Illuminated your idea? Or, no, no. no, most of these things are, not, are a collaboration of ideas. Uh, like we all have something we know was ours. Yeah. Like I remember finding the kanji for self. That was yeah. like a big I, – I, I was really pleased that I found that. I was looking for a simplified kanji, truthfully. Mm-hmm. I'd studied a little bit of Japanese, not enough to know anything, but to know where to look and – I was just looking through them, and I'm like, that's way too complicated, that's way too complicated, that's way too complicated, and then I found it, and I was like, oh, and Jeff loves, like, little things where people would think it was a five, because yeah. that's what people yeah. thought. Mm-hmm. Somebody got it, though, ahead of time. I said it on that after buzz. I read, I, I loved reading everyone's theories, and somebody, mm-hmm. somebody wrote... I think we had it. It might have been you guys, we, actually. Well, we did an episode we, about the Japanese yeah, mythology, was, because her friend is a Japanese scholar. Yeah, my friend... Sorry, I gave you a shout out on AfterBuzz about that. I was like the week after that happened. So I don't, yeah, and uh, I don't think we had the specific translation, but like but we had something, something very like close about it. Being yeah. yeah, what's yeah. the weirdest idea though? Yeah, like, like just something. It's like oh, we want to put this in an episode. How are we going to make this a logical oh, part of the oh. plot? Like oh, I don't know. I don't know. The weirdest idea is still the claws in the box. Owen's idea with the claws <laughs> in the box. Really? I was going to um, say Styles puking himself up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to turn my stomach. That yeah, that's just awesome though. Like claws in the box, I still. But that's kind of part of the plot as well. It's more like like obviously illuminated is like a visual thing, and it was like um you know having that actually come across as a logical plot point is kind of. Well, I mean, we loved the way that the rave had looked in uh yeah you know in season one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the two. Oh. Two. Two. two Good lord. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I've been here from the beginning. I was an editor, so I've been doing this from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. So I, my seasons get very confused at this point. I know what we've done. I just don't remember what order we've done them in. Uh, we love the way that Rave looked. And we did want to, we, you know, I mean, we still try to remember that they're teenagers mm-hmm. sometimes, you know. <laughs> uh, and we we wanted to, to we wanted to do a party. Plus the law. Yeah, we wanted to were, do a Halloween party. We did. And we didn't want to do, you know what? We wanted yeah. to do slightly you did, different. You wanted to do not costumes. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. everyone was not bummed, but like a lot of fans, it was like, oh, who would everyone dress up for for Halloween? And then you like punked all of us by yeah, not like having any costumes. But you know, but, like yeah. every, because every show that does like, I mean, I'm a huge Buffy fan, right? And yeah, like yeah. to me, they did the ultimate costume thing where they became the costume, yeah, right? Yeah, it yeah. influenced their whole character. And I love that episode, but we didn't want to fall into that type mm-hmm. of thing. We wanted to do something new and different. And we knew Russell was directing that. And he just like, I mean, Russell did all the 80s videos, you yeah. know, all the music videos. And we thought like a blacklight party and Russell, I mean, that... And like it sounds like the kind of thing you take your shirt off in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always, always, yeah. Always, yeah. Very high priority. <laughs> yeah. It's such a beautiful, like, merge from, like, MTV. Like, it, it's the perfect MTV thing. Yeah. But yeah. you guys, like, brought substance to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it could have so much less substance exactly. than it did, if you know what I mean. It was a tough, it was a, yeah. the toughest thing about that episode to do was, like, we plotted the whole mystery, but like, well, Derek's loft is just one room, guys. I mean, like, it's yeah. a big set. We were <laughs> like, it's like, it's, it's hard to, and, and besides the fact that it's eight, we did it during a heat wave in August. Yeah, it was 100 and so 100 degrees. We had all, we had, I don't know, how many extras all covered in body paint. There was 80, 40, 40. Yeah. 
So women you blast loud. You had 80 people in that room. You didn't have like a bigger version of it or something. The what? It was the the current set for Derek's loft. It wasn't. No, we can't afford to have a bigger version. No, it was that. That was the hardest episode to shoot. It was, and people like. I mean. If there was going to be a mutiny, it was going to be on that set. The fact that we got through that means I think we can get through anything. Because, it I mean, so he, much bigger on screen. It does, doesn't it? it? Yes. Yeah. Movie magic. Movie magic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know, but I still want to live there. Yeah. yeah. Probably have to put a bathroom in. Maybe. Running water. Maybe a kitchen. All right, so what else do you guys want to know? I want to know who y'all's favorite character is to write for. If, if you have, or like, I don't know if it's in the past or in the or future. Or like interact or... Yeah. I mean... Peter gets the meanest lines, so he's always pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. They're all they're all they all their own things. We really we really like Malia this year, and we hope you guys yes. like Malia too. She's um she's learning how to be human. She's like blunt and like Anya esque, right? From yeah. Buffy, like. Uh yeah, sort of. You I actually guess. made that comparison like, yesterday. Within oh, yeah. <laughs> it's what I said on the podcast as well. I'm like I want her to be like. Like a female Sheldon Cooper style doesn't know how to like mm-hmm. society and be that like because you don't really see that with female characters very often. You have like Sherlock and all these different characters that are men who get away with yeah. like that weird bluntness and people love those kind of characters. Females very rarely get it. And I was like, I think that's what Malia's gonna be in season yeah, four. Like, yeah, like, well, Lydia does. Lydia's a little of that too. And so She's not blind, no, but the, the point is all all everyone is all everyone's really funny this year. Yeah. <laughs> it's all it's really great to write for everyone in the. Uh, even the freshmen are coming in are really, really yeah. strong. And, like, you had Fred, which had that scene between mm-hmm. Allison and Edie, like yes. Crystal and Edie. Was that conversation, like, something that you sort of came up with yourself or was that something Jeff wanted in the show? Like, how – like, when you have, like, a really momentous thing like that, like, um, sort of how, how much of that is one person's idea and how much is collaborative there? That was mostly Jeff. Like, I, we had the time and place – And then, um, but just her giving the courage that she gave to Allison Mm -hmm. really came more from Jeff. For me, it was more of a um, a support, a balancing type of thing. But he went very strong. He went a lot stronger with Victoria than I would have gone. Oh yeah, what like harshness wise or like yeah, yeah. Um, And I guess her character is yeah pretty harsh. So you know. It comes. I always took it to not to interrupt, but no. I always took it as a daughter interpreting her mother, and so it's like her off. idea of her yeah. rather than what she's who really she was. Yeah. Right, right. So it's yeah. that hung off a little, Mina, because you always see your mother as your voice critic. Yeah, yeah. As a female, I, I guess I was looking at it as how would how does how did her death change both of them? Yeah. Okay. But um, I actually love the way it came out. So. Yeah, no, it's 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 an awesome episode as well. Yeah. So yeah, that's the best one, right? The best one ever. Yeah, the best one though. Right? Oh, the best one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. The best one. But that scene in that that scene with the threading the needle is I love that. Scene. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wasn't there a question we always wanted to ask about that? Oh, about starting the fight, whether it was on purpose. What was what was the thing we had about that? Oh. Do you remember? Um, Oh, in the mall? Oh, no, 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 no. no, no. Uh, on when... In Frayed, in the in bus Fraid. episode, when Lydia goes out to oh, yeah. stop them, to, like, stall them, and I think Ethan and and Isaac right. are fighting. 
Did they did I oh, start the you... fight on purpose to stall them, or was that a coincidence? No, yeah, that was it was in my interpretation that is more of a coincidence. Yeah. It's Isaac boiling over. Yeah, we thought she might happened. have purposely like sparked it to, to <laughs> stall them, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but um, yeah. we were we were never sure, but yeah. But, ladies, I have to run. <laughs> no, no, totally. I'm flying to Canada okay. tonight. Oh, good oh, luck. Well. Have fun with that. Yeah. Thank you, you very much for. Yes, thank you. Have fun at Team Wolf Con or whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> he cares so much. Thank <laughs> you. And, uh, Take one of these. Yeah. Sure. That's yeah. If you, it's a contact card. Oh, we have yeah. contact cards. Yeah, this one's yeah. mine. I'll so send a like, postcard from Canada. Thank you. Have fun tripping LA. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, enjoy your three days of freedom because the last are going to see for a long, long time. Yeah, I can imagine. Nice. Oh. good places to eat in LA. They're, they're We're like stuck yeah. at the hotel at LAX. But like, Which hotel? The one that Colin's going to be at, so the Four Points at Sheraton. Oh, okay. you're down there. Are you coming oh, down downtown. for the writer's panel? or it's really early. <sighs> Come yeah. on. We've got free food <laughs> no. and stuff. Yeah. Is, there free, is there free alcohol? Yeah. No, but there's a brewery. It's 10 a.m. There's 110 bars, in, uh, 110 beers in their brewery there. Like you guys realize um, that besides you're Jeff, not winning. you two are the ones that want to meet the most. Oh, okay. oh. So, oh. Yeah, the first people I saw, I was like, I'm, I'm done. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, okay, nice. Yeah. You guys, uh, th- there's not a whole lot of eat down that area. Yeah. It's uh. We're gonna have to Uber it. We could get some other parts of town. Yeah. It's fine. It'll be okay. We'll still have fun. Yeah. Oh, Courtney, I feel like you owe me like some beignets or some yeah. gumbo. It was gumbo. gumbo. That's what yeah. it was. I ate a Mickey yeah. beignet yesterday yeah, for the first beignet. time. I was like, I, gotta compare I was like, I don't know what a beignet <laughs> is, <laughs> but I'm eating it. Um, <laughs> beignets are amazing. Though, mm-hmm. though Australia, every time Byron, my friend Byron comes over, we have to take him to In-N-Out Burger so we can have a thick shake. Oh, really? Yeah. I like Australian milkshakes. No, they're really they're different. The no, I like them. <laughs> it's like milk Debate. and some syrup and like there's no... I like them being thin and frothy. I don't like thick shakes, but whatever, whatever, it's fine. Uh, I love Australia. Don't get me wrong. I had a great time there What I remember when I was sober. However, for the year that I was there. But uh, the shakes and there there was no salad dressing ever, and I'm like, this is no not salad. salad. This is just lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm, re- I'm really sorry about the salads <laughs> and the shakes. I your entire Sorry, <laughs> I'll get right on that for next time you come back. I mean, what uh, you guys um sort of you said you started here as an editor. I've Did been you... editing on the show since yeah. the pilot, not the pilot when they redid the pilot, like episode one. I did. I think seven of the first 12 or something. Yeah. I at least touched them. Sometimes people started them, but I finished them. Okay. And is that it, like editing the film or editing the script or like... Oh, no, no, no. I was like, the TV. I was the, the, t- editor, the TV. The yeah, 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 yeah. Like the editor. I edited the... I did not write until season three. Okay. I edited season one and two, and then I wrote and edited season three. And you still editing as well? I am not. I, the last one I did was... Uh, Past Echo House. Echo House. Oh, cool. was my last editing. Um, yeah, I think I knew that. Oh, cool. I mean, how did that progress? Like, did you write for another show, or was it just something you wanted to do? Um, (laughs) No, I've never written for another show. I mean, I was always writing. Editing is kind of like writing in a weird way. I mean, we get the last pass of the script, but I did reality television for a long time, and that is writing. I mean, you uh, nowadays there's a little more writing in reality, but when I did some most of the shows I worked on, like Top Model and Making the Band, we didn't write it. Mm. We just... We got a bunch of footage, and you would sit and stare at 100 hours of footage, and you'd find your Put story. it together, yeah. you write it, and I'd write it in the bay. 
Uh, yeah, no, I just really had always wanted, and when I moved over to scripted television, which was on Teen Wolf, um, I just really wanted to write. Cool. And uh, Jeff, I gave Jeff some, a script, and he gave me and my partner an uh, opportunity. Was then, it a script that was ended up being one of the stories? That's no, no, I gave him a, just a different feature I'd written. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, he just wanted to make sure that, you know, you knew you what you were tell doing. the story. Yeah. Uh, no, and then I uh, wrote, you guys can tell me the title of it, three, episode 304. Has um, the motorcycle in the hallway with Isaac. Oh. Oh, I just watched it. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm terrible. No, it's no. fine. That, that wasn't Firefly, right? Fire no. Fire Fire Why do I remember that? Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> I'm bad. That's the one where the children Unleashed. 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 There you go. And it was the one before Frayed, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that was the first one I wrote, and then I was still editing at that time. Like I edited, I, I edited all the way through that season. I did three o three o nine might have been the last one I did that season. Which yeah, was the one where we find out the Duroc and Jennifer and stuff. Yeah, okay, I, I have a question. Yeah, because I don't know if Jeff will ever be back. I don't know if I ever get to ask this in. But since you're the editor, you might know. Um, Gina Holden. Was, <laughs> as far as I know, Gina Holden was supposed to be in the show. Yeah, let me talk about that. I think I can. I think Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. you should have asked Ian because Gina is a friend of uh, Ian's. And yeah, this is, this is her like. Mission. This is her Rushmore. <laughs> like this is like. Okay. All right. Because uh, Gina, you know, Gina was in the Wendigo episode of uh, Supernatural. Supernatural. I was Supernatural. just watching it. Yeah. I was just rewatching that episode. And she was being trying to figure out why she was credited and not there, and just like if it's this mystery. I feel like, like I'm insane. Okay. I think I could talk well, about this, right? I mean, I mean, we can cut it out. All right, I'll tell you. Yeah, I'll look. I'll yeah, tell you the story. And, no, I'm going to tell him. And okay. if Jeff says, says we can't, we have to cut it yeah, out. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah are we going to see cool. him before we go? At least that saves our sanity. So yeah, yeah. no, I don't mind telling you guys because I think it was part of a story <laughs> and it's an interesting editing thing. And I don't think Jeff would be mad at me for telling us anyhow. Okay. So in the Iken House episode, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> we. Well, there's so much backstory here, but uh, I'm thinking about like Joe and everything. Right. Through a process of much discussion, um, mm-hmm. we it was decided that that Styles would see his mother in Icon. Yes, yes, that's what yeah. we all. Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> and it was supposed to be not something that Nogitsune was doing. It was actually supposed to be something that like his own psyche. It wasn't supernatural. It was more. His own psyche, like like him, Allison at eighty, yeah, yeah. right, yeah, yeah. yeah. giving him also a grasp, a giving grasp on him himself, comfort, yeah. Okay. yeah, and trying to understand what was happening to him because at the time he nice. thought he was possibly, you know, still yeah. going right. through what his mother did, which uh, by the way is a horrifying disease that a friend of mine, yeah. um, friend of mine's wife is oh, wow. in the is basically in the end stages of it right now. Uh, and you can read about it on a blog. He has a blog about He's a He writes in Minneapolis for the Star Tribune, but if you like temp, write tempo uh, frontal dementia and you write like Minneapolis, you could read his blog if you want to know something that like yeah. our character is based on. And it's horrifying. Yeah. Um, you really lose who you are mm-hmm. as yeah. a person, and it my sucks. Mother, my grandmother had Alzheimer's. Yes. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah, watching her over like four years just... Diminish, yeah. change, in Turn this. To a different yeah. Person. yeah, and then this is something that it can affect. It usually affects people maybe in their forties, but it can. It's like the only type of a dimension that can affect young people, which yeah. is you know, really bad. So 
she was written in and cast, mm-hmm. um, and it was Ian's friend. He worked with her mm-hmm. um, before, and she's really, really nice. She's so um, nice. Yeah, she's she great, and she's a great actress. And we have, um, we have that footage. I cut her in. I edited mm-hmm. her in. She is in. He, she was seen. And actually, you guys, you can see her. We I think we know her. what it when is. When he walks in, yep. Yep. she is at a table, it. It. And, she looks <laughs> and she looks up at him, <laughs> yeah. and it's still yes. in the background, and it used to be a close-up, and he did, he kind of clocks it, but he doesn't really know, and yeah. then in the therapy scene, you can actually see people walk by Morel in the background, okay. and that was her and another person, and Styles is supposed to clock her there, and then later, when when the Nogitsune is taunting him, mm-hmm. uh. He actually flashes, he's taunting him about his mother. He flashes back and sees those two things and then actually puts it together, puts it together. And his, and his mother comes up and gives him a kiss on the forehead. And that's actually a lot of, and was it ever going to, was there dialogue? Did they ever say it was her or were you just meant to sort of piece it together? No, you're supposed to piece it together. And this is where it got confusing. Okay. So. When you write stories, a lot of times what you put, some, you know, if you write a book or something, that can all be internalized yeah, right. and you can really explain it. Visually, it's very hard. It's and so what we, what we found was the Nogitsune is taunting him. His mother shows up to give him comfort, and that's like where his a lot of the crying was coming in. Okay. But what it did take away is that he was also supposed to be a hero, and he's supposed to be saving the life of this damaged girl, you know, like yeah. this girl who he'd, you know, he felt guilty about, mm-hmm. you know, Malia. Right. And the new gets today and it got it got really cloudy. It got so cloudy. And I know people are like, No, we want to see Styles' mom and I get it. I totally get it. Yeah, and yeah. and maybe someday we that can we can play with that again. But mm-hmm. we watched it, you know, and I, I cut it all together and I remember Ian coming in and watching a cut and he's like, This is really confusing And I'm like, yeah. Yep, it's super confusing And then yeah. Jeff and I sat one night and we're like, What do we do? Mm-hmm. You know, we have to clarify this mm-hmm. and so we we took her out, and it was hard because, like, the emotional moments, and I know, um, and Dylan O'Brien was very, he was very, like, he, he was upset, upset about yeah. that because, yeah. like, he had really given a lot of performance and really thought about it, and Dylan's a pro, and, I mean, yeah. he really thinks about this stuff, and he felt, you know, like it was missing, and I don't blame him, but... When you tell stories, especially in editing in the final stages, like you have to clarify your story. And sometimes we do. You, we call it killing your babies. You have to, in this way, of killing your mother. You know, we uh, <laughs> had to do it to, to make it clear that, you know, the Nogitsune was getting, because that's the changing, that's the pivot point, right? That's when he gives in, when he sacrifices himself to save yeah. somebody else. Yeah. And he does. And he had to give in to the Nogitsune. So. That is what happened with that. We were bummed. Gina is great. There's nothing to do with it. It's, it's about storytelling. Mm-hmm. And I know people would probably be like, that sucks. And that's why there's a billion ways to tell a story. Yeah. You but know? I think that's nice now that that's lingering in the background. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's not, still there. Yeah, we just didn't say it. Like, yeah. you know. We just need to infer a little bit more from it. Yeah. yeah and, it, you know, it, and it also felt confusing because it felt like the Nogit's name was putting her in there to torment him and that's really not what we wanted to say. Like, yeah. We wanted yeah. to say that I he mean, was okay. and I think people really interpreted it that way. That yeah. Yeah. that episode yeah. is already something that like I don't like I'm still somewhat confused about or that everyone was kind of confused about in terms of like a lot of people were like is this all like a dream? Is he in like a normal place and they're making him envision it worse than it is? Because like the hospital and the school like run in ways that seem very legitimate in real life but Eichenhaus is a portrayal of a mental institution that's really awful like it's like not what 
it's not facilities what it, it's are like not now and stuff like that. It's a yeah. supernatural, weird, and it's meant to be place. that in yeah. reality. So is that like because of the supernatural effects of what's lingered there? Like, yeah. like Brunsky, that character is also never really explained that he also played the Nagitsune, but yeah. seemed like someone who couldn't legitimately be living in the world. I loved Orny with <laughs> yeah. I lived Orny with him in the end of the season. Yeah, that oh was my God, so, so good. good. That they were like in high school. These yeah, it was like so good. Yeah. I, I love that scene. Yeah. <laughs> it was so I didn't good. have anything to do with that scene. I genuinely, as it was, a fan, I was We like, were just like, oh, yes. <laughs> but it was, also, it was also like Team Wolf does a really good job of usually having these characters that are very like – True to to life in this supernatural circumstances, Just but like he. Her and his um um is portrayed so well. Yeah, like Edgy, all like yeah. there's a, you know a surprising amount of realism in yeah. a world that's very supernatural. So, but Eichenhaus, like, so what is the deal with Eichenhaus basically? Eichen is very much that episode. Echo House is very much a haunted house type yeah. of episode. It's like a, haunt, a horror movie in yeah. that way, and um. That story's not really over. Okay, so. noted. Stay tuned. All right, yeah. Okay. It's not It's not meant to portray any realistic mental health. Yeah. I mean, the character like Brunsky, unfortunately, did exist in this world. He yeah. Does, yeah. I'm hoping that people don't still have that experience with mental health. Yeah. Though I still think we have ages to go yeah, yeah. in the way we treat mental health and things I'm that are way past so, the yeah. I'm a sex major. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah so don't the, be like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, that episode really was important to me, and yeah, I analyzed it a lot because of that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was just something interesting that Dan they say. Yeah. yeah. It is It is. Uh, it is meant to be a haunted like she said, Like, it would seem like, because comparing to places, you know, other things in the show that come across differently, it seemed like something that had – some sort of outside effect. It wasn't the same kind of thing that Team Wolf usually does in the rea- realistic portrayal of the world that they're in. And, and I absolutely agree yeah. with you on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I and I would say that. also say it was heightened because we're looking at it through Stylus' eyes and his yeah. eyes are not yeah. clear yeah. at that time. Yeah, he's being possessed by yeah. a really, really bad thing. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, the internment camp also was not a realistic portrayal of internment camp. It, yeah. it, it, was, it was realistic that, these, you know, that it was an awful time mm-hmm. in our country's history and particularly California's mm-hmm. but you know this is supposed to be a camp that no yeah. that was never existed you know exactly. was after this horrible thing happened they hit it you know and it was, had supernatural ties and things to it there was yeah. a werewolf in it you know so it was fun to touch on the history but I would hope it maybe opened up history for real history for people to yeah. look at yeah. yeah to go and be like what really happened right you know hey I heard about this in history class and ignored it now maybe I should go and look because <laughs> yeah. I think it's really an important story that that maybe doesn't get told a lot. Yeah. Is there any – I know that uh, – what was his name that played Reese? Skylar. Yeah. yeah. Is there any chance he would ever return at any point? Oh, they said – he said something on Twitter that I was a little bit confused by, but I loved him for the moments. Yeah, because I was like, that seemed very done and dusted to me. But yeah, he'd be I mean, really yeah. quite old. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's a, wonderful, he's a, he's a lovely guy, and I'm yeah. sure that if there were other projects done – by Jeff mm-hmm. that he would certainly consider him casting him in something else. Yeah. No, I don't think he, there's another I don't think he Yeah, no, he was great. He was just he posted something online that was alluded to uh returning, but I think he might have just been I might have been the hopeful. finale party. He came to the finale Maybe. Party. <laughs> <laughs> he might have been talking Woo, about the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Woo, free alcohol. <laughs> oh, it's yes. good time. Thinking on I can house whether you can say it or not. Because I'm still really unclear on it. Oh, great. Did, did <laughs> so are we. Styles oh. and Malia 
actually sleep. We went there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do not. I do not like to. I do not like to. You know, question people what they were doing on that dirty, dirty couch. That's the part that I think everyone should be focused on. Is yes, that couch? That's what I'm disgusting. saying. People, <laughs> people were like that. They were like, "There's no protection. Like, yeah, you know, and table for, you know, and, also and, not a fa- yeah, yeah, that's not good. Protect. Don't, don't have unprotected sex. Yeah. Put <laughs> a glove on, man. Yeah. 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 But I, yeah, I, I wasn't there. Yeah. It, uh, so, yeah. is you so, supposed to take it however you want to? I think that a lot of times when you're interpreting story, you should always take it in okay. many ways. Okay. And that's why I'm not mad at fan fiction. Yeah. Like, like I think there's a billion ways to tell a story. And yeah. I'm happy when other people take it and tell it their way and yeah. interpret it their way. There's no way I can tell people how to interpret something. That's not, that's not my job. Yeah. I have my story. I can tell you how I tell my story. Or, you know, Jeff tells his stories and we all, we kind of tell as a collaborative, but... Yeah. Have you ever had any real like clashes that you could tell us about? Like someone's thought it should go one way and someone's thought it should go the other. God, this is gonna sound so bad when it comes out, but my voice. But um, like come, you know, coming to an, an idea and it being a real like really opposing <laughs> like, opinions. I feel like your mind's going the same place. Mine's going. You go ahead. You go, are you going tiny bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> you want me allowed to tell how it all happened? <laughs> Totally. Do you guys read Price's uh, blog? On TV.com, the photo recap. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 I love it. Yeah. Price Peterson, our favorite, t- Tuesdays was our favorite day. Like, literally. <laughs> we yeah. get to read his photo blog, and he called us out on the... Yeah, that was like, I mean, collaboration is a wonderful thing, but sometimes it can break down. So yeah. you had the idea okay, for yeah. the... Shugendo scroll. All right, so I had, yeah, so we'll, we'll talk, we'll, we'll, we'll each claim our own Yes. Our own for this, so... There, I had the idea for the Shugendo scroll, mm-hmm. which would maybe be a ward. Right. Very important. A ward against uh, Nanugitsune. Like, if okay. you had it on your body, you couldn't be possessed by Nanugitsune. Okay. okay. Okay, that makes sense, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, so then... So then we came up with, um, how do you keep this on your person at all times? So it was my idea yeah. for the scroll to fit inside Katashi's silver finger. Yeah. yeah. Right. Then... Ian. Ian thought that it should be in an armored car so we could have an armored car heist because he just wanted to have an armored yeah. car That's heist. what I meant before, yes. like the weirdest idea that you have that you're just like, I'm just going to make a plot around wanting to use this weird right. idea. Yeah. Well, so then he wanted to do that and then... And then Jeff came in the room and he signed off on all of it except... The scroll's not a ward. The scroll has it's now to say something. It's instructions. Which or now makes it some. And a price called us out on that. He's like, that is some tiny bullshit. And like, <laughs> yeah. I know. And then the well, also, it, to, to be fair, the finger was considerably smaller than it yeah. was in my mind. And then props. When I was editing that, <laughs> I saw tiny bullshit. I saw Deaton come out with this giant scroll. Giant scroll. Yeah. And I was like. Oh no! So this is the—that's the beauty of of making TV. Sometimes, like all these different people have different ideas, and sometimes it just turns into some tiny bullshit. And um, I still thought it was fun. I love that Scott ends up biting, you know, Nogitsu Styles at the end. I think it all turned out great. But at the time, we were just like. Oh no, that does not work. That, that had to be the work. biggest laugh we had yeah. in the writers' room. It's when Price's photo That's recap. <laughs> He's got Deaton with that tiny scroll in his hand. Yeah. This is some tiny bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say that I still, to this day, 
hates the, the his mother's nails. I gotta say, you I called them the press on nails. No, don't. I did not like that. No, you called them Lee press. I called them Lee press on nails. One of our oh other God. writers, Owen, who is yes. not here to defend himself because his pilot got picked up by the CW. Well, oh, good for Owen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we love him. But he it was his idea for the nails to be in that box and to do the mm-hmm. thing where Peter puts them in, which it's I Yahtzee. it was so weird. And like I think Ian and Owen and Jeff love it and I she called it Lee Press on Nails and I'm with her on that one. But you know it's kind of weird. Okay, yeah, yeah. thank you. Okay, I wanna know I don't know how much you guys can tell me, but I wanna know about Peter in terms of like there seems to have been a lot of like kind of back and forth like with like I don't think you guys can be like yes he's you know definitely evil or definitely not but just with the press that's come out Ian kind of seemed to say he's like I've been told that he is a flat out bad guy was he kind of playing him as redemptive before that or like what is there like a clash of opinions on like from like writer to character sometimes Mm -hmm. When did Bowen say this? And he is out. He is evil because he's a Giants fan. (laughs) He is just straight up evil. I think during three B, like just before the father, like just when you knew he was going to have the kid, like, and he was like, uh, he was kind of like, he was just like, I've been told that he's flat out evil now. Like Peter, it sort of vibed like he thought it was like going to be a redemptive character, but I don't know. Like. She's going to text him. I, please don't. <laughs> um, We've I started watching drama. you on After Buzz, Ian. I know you think I should have, but I didn't. Yeah. I'd have to find the exact quote, but he, he kind I of. Well, let's say, let me say, I think we're comfortable saying that, I mean, does anybody trust Peter? No. I mean, no. I know we know no. he's cute. But I don't, him? but like you talk about Buffy and I like, it's like, to me, that's like Spike not being trustworthy, but then having a redemptive arc. Like, I don't know if Ian, like, if Peter is a character that has that or deserves that or and anything see, like I that. I also wonder a lot, also, <clears throat> because what does that mean for Malia now? Right. Like, is she going to be, like, I almost see her as a Peter character who's earlier in her, in her journey. Right. So she's not as far home. Right. So she's probably going to be on that, uh, that knife edge right. a little bit more than Peter. But at the same time, like Natalie, I'm like, maybe Peter isn't as on as we like to think. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I I think all we can really say about that is, you know, Peter's in this season. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and his story is continuing. Okay, and yeah. Malia is also in this season. Yeah. And, you know, there's uh, there's stories to be told there. And yeah. so I think that they're that. pretty, I think they're pretty interesting stories. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we have talked about, in fact, just today, we spent a long time talking about Malia. So. Uh, well, I'm, she's definitely the character I'm most excited to know about. Mm-hmm. I think she has the most potential. Um, out of all the, everything I've heard from the newer, newer cast, I mean, that's just what I know, but, um, I, I just, know, I love, I love the end, and I love how much is going on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I always tell Bowen that, um, he's a bad guy. I just tell him. <laughs> yeah. Face, Bowen, you're a bad guy. You're yeah. not a good guy. He was on, uh, you know, I think he's on Chicago PD. Yeah. Now, and I'm like, are you a bad guy yet? He's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, you will be. But, you know, that's just me. That's just me fucking. Yeah, I mean, that, it might have been, like, something to do with that. But, yeah, he was kind of like, I'm a, you know, it just, uh, there, there was a lot of moments, I think, in 3A, I think, when there was a lot of Cora around, that he looked kind of more yeah. genuinely involved. And then season, 
like you know genuinely like oh maybe I'm actually helping out and maybe I'm <laughs> not so bad but um, then it kind of turns again in the shadows but he met Melissa. Yeah, like he yeah, kind of looked ashamed. Shamed. That's true. Well, he's a great. I mean, I don't. I don't think he's. A, I think he's one of our more gray characters. Which yeah. Is fun. Yeah. You know, like you know, sometimes it's fun to play with the gray. You know? Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. some people are not all good, and they're not all bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, the one thing that's definitely clear about Peter is he is profoundly selfish. Yeah. yeah. And exactly. that selfishness mm-hmm. can lend itself to evil, or it can lend itself true. whatever. Direction he wants. Yeah. So, yeah. Fair it depends on how you look at that I level of selfishness. Really yeah. yeah, and that's something that Jeff says a lot too is that, you know, you always kind of start off one way and they like making the heroes into villains and then the villains into heroes. And I think that's something that I really appreciate about the show because that's kind of closer to real life. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I like that sort of gray area and I'm definitely interested interested to see where Peter's gonna go yeah. next season. Me too. <laughs> There's a lot of people that just want like Lydia to kill him and that's it. Like you know, like lots yeah, of fandom yeah. like well, yeah. Well I mean that's some that you know, there'd be some uh there'd be some gratification in that truthfully mm-hmm. but would, but know. I mean we've got some cool witty one liners from Peter that Yeah I know I, I, I would miss them. I would miss him <laughs> as, I would miss him as a character. I mean I miss Oliver every time a character goes away. I don't I've always miss all of them. Like yes. I miss Victoria. Yeah, I heard I heard someone say that they like like oh one of the one of the interviews saying that they really regretted like killing her off so mm-hmm. soon because you could have done like a lot more with her. Yeah, yeah like, I mean it is. You always you, you weigh that, you know. But her death was so, it was so great. fantastic, and <laughs> yeah. it, it sent Allison and Arjun on such a different journey. But you know, like we're very this 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 crew and the cast is very tight. Mm-hmm. And like when someone goes away. Like, I mean, I love the guy who plays the Kalian, Gideon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He still shows up to parties sometimes, and I we love him. I mean, yeah. I just like hanging out with Gideon. He's such a fun guy. And Haley was like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Haley was our first interview for the podcast. Oh, yeah. And yeah, she, she was nailed it. She's such a great actor and yeah. great person. And, and she, just, didn't know, really you know, she didn't know she was going to be bad yeah. for a long time. Well, she lied to our face. About <laughs> it. Like, of course. It was literally the week before her reveal. She was like, oh, you know, she's great. She's, you know... I think she's just a little quiet, yeah. you know. But she didn't get to know that. She didn't. Jeff only told her a couple weeks beforehand. So I mean, you know, she was going along because she was like a good person. And yeah. Then yeah. Jeff wanted to show. He got really excited about her outfit, so he showed her her outfit, and he she was like, oh. oh. <laughs> I mean, that's something that the fandom kind of takes. Uh, you know, in a good or bad way, like the kind of actors not knowing things till closer to the time. Yeah. Do you think that that's like a good way to work, like help them stay true to what they're sort of seen on the screen in that moment? Or do you like, or is there stuff you do think is better to like reveal so they know where it's coming from, from the start, if you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I th- it depends on the situation. It depends mm-hmm. on how much you really want to telegraph just because our mysteries are so intricate. Mm-hmm. I, I think uh, season one, Melissa, Melissa Ponzio only read her scenes. Yeah, yeah. she said yeah. that to us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it really depends on how an actor finds their character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, how it ties into the larger mystery. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it is important. Yeah. To say something from the beginning, but others, I think, in in Haley's case, I don't think it. I don't matter. I don't think it would have mattered. I yeah. mean, hey, it was more of the fact that we didn't want it ever getting out anyhow yeah like, yeah. And yeah Haley is a great actress she could have played sweet and then 
and then God evil, and yeah. evil without ever giving it away. Yeah. Right. You know, but sometimes it's, so I, that's not, that wasn't a worry that she couldn't, mm-hmm. that she'd give it away in yeah, her yeah, performance yeah. that she wouldn't have. She's a pro and she's fantastic. But I, Twin Peaks, I, I love Twin Peaks and I have been to a lot of like talks about it and things and, um, and, you know, they didn't tell anybody about, I don't know if you guys ever watched the show, but they, you know, there was the whole thing about who killed Laura Palmer. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, yeah. nobody, nobody knew. You know, until the very end. They wrote they, several... They did this with um, another show in the UK called Broadchurch. Oh, okay. And they did the same thing. The entire cast didn't know who killed the main character. Right. And that was the whole story. The whole story was trying to find out who right. who committed this murder. And the entire cast didn't find out until the day that they got onto set to film the finale episode. You know, which, I mean, some, some ways might be so it doesn't leak out accidentally yeah. from somebody. But I think also, that, you know... It's kind of fun to like be, yeah. you know, you're part of the mystery as you're, you're in the show. I mean, I don't know. We're speaking of, make believe, I was going to so. say, <laughs> speaking of Twin Peaks, what's it like having Jen Lynch oh, working best. here? <laughs> we saw her working today. Like we saw, uh, we met her and we, we watched a scene that she was doing. So that was fun. Uh, yeah. David Lynch is, I was, she doesn't know things. She only knows. Yeah. Yeah. He also did Twin Peaks, the television show, which is one of the best like mystery television shows. <laughs> it was big and kind Australia. of like, yeah, 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 it's, yeah. it's always. Yeah. Yeah. When she followed me on Twitter, I had a panic attack. No, me too. I was so She's up. She is amazing. Yeah. yeah, Jen is like the. She is a. What her her dad describes her as a uh, having the heart of gold and a mouth of a sailor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we got it, that. In yeah. even better than she like she she throws the f bomb in there way more than I do, and I fucking say it all. The time. <laughs> <laughs> she's amazing. Uh, she's just a ray of sunshine. Yeah, uh, she, she's just positivity and and always the same. Like just you know. A lot of people in their artists, you know, we're over the we're over the map, all over the place. She is like always a ray of sunshine, always bringing joy, always right on. She's the mark. a really positive thing yeah. to bring to the. To the How did she end up getting involved with this? Uh, Ian worked with her on Warehouse 13. Oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, cool. you know, and then he was like, "Hey, we should bring Jen Lynch," and we're like, "Hey, cool." <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh my god, I wonder if she'll see my razor head candle in my bag." Well, she did, and she was like, "Yeah, sweet." I was supposed to edit her first episode and it didn't oh, work yeah. out because I was in the writer's room. God. Really bummed, but um, yeah, it's really fun to work with her. She was here yesterday. Her yeah. daughter is working on the production too, right? Yeah, Sid yeah, comes in Sid. as a PA sometimes, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, she's super cool. It's a family yeah, affair now. Yeah. From what I can tell. Yeah, it's really, it's really fun having her. Yeah. Cool. And I mean, just in general, like, uh, you guys sort of working on this set, how long have you been with the show? I started season one also. As, as, a, as a producer's assistant. Okay. I assisted uh, Joe Janier. I don't know if you guys have talked to Joe yet. But um, I assisted him seasons one and two. And then I went in the writer's room as a writer's assistant also season two. And then Alyssa and I started writing at the same time. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, like as a community, as a cast, is there a lot of that? Like a lot of, uh, like a casting crew, is there a lot of like opportunities, movement, like personal kind Absolutely. of? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's really important to Jeff. Like so to help have... people move up and yeah. Yeah. And Joe as well. They're like they're both very invested in the people that they work with. Well, I mean, that's one of the things that we were kind of uh, people were uh, about the end of the season with uh, Crystal and stuff, and we were kind of coming from it from the other perspective of like 
people not really realizing how uh, gracious that it is to let someone out of their contract yeah. if they want to be let out of their contract. Yeah, yeah that's like, that doesn't happen a lot of times. Like, yeah, it's and, such a rare thing. Yeah, to and see it happen. Jeff doesn't yeah. want. I mean, he understands. Like we, you know, we have a limited time on this mm-hmm. earth, and we have a limited time sometimes in this careers mm-hmm. and, and our opportunities. You have to jump on him, and if someone wants to go try something else. He doesn't want to be the person that squashes your dreams. I mean, yeah. that's, that'd be, that's a terrible position to have to be in. And, you know, Crystal was great. I mean, mm-hmm. we didn't, we didn't want her to go, but if she, you know, she, she made that choice and, yeah. and like he wanted to support that choice. And Which is just the, the most fantastic thing. And we really like appreciate that. Yeah. yeah like, a show yeah, like we, we were sort of, yeah, really coming from, from that perspective of like, um, that it was a thing of kind of kindness and, and yeah. rather than, you know, objecting to having the character killed off or, or whatever. Oh, yeah, there but, was no anger in that at all. Yeah, it was just like, we wanted to do it in a cool way, you know, but, you know, we knew about it ahead of time and wanted to do it in a cool way. Sometimes you don't know things ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> and you kind of have to just <laughs> deal with that. I mean, that's the reality of this business. Like, we, we have characters that are not series regulars, and if they get another opportunity, sometimes we're not, it's what's called first or second position or even third position. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people will have first position on another show. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden we are like, we're going to put this character in this episode. Oh, we don't have them. Uh, yeah. And, you know, so sometimes I understand as a fan watching a show and I'm a fan watching other shows that sometimes I'm like, what happened to that? Why isn't that per- that storyline seems like it should have continued mm-hmm. yeah. this episode. And sometimes those are, Unfortunately, those aren't creative choices. Those are just realistic yeah. business choices. And, and see, that's you know that's something I'm constantly trying to remind people yeah. online that this it, like I know you you only see it as a watcher. Yeah. You don't see it as a creator. Yeah. And there's a lot of business in the creation, and you have to remember that when you're criticizing everything that you're not in the full picture. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, people yeah, seem true. to take a more like a, a you know vindictive attitude of it, mm-hmm. you know, when it's not that at all, you know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Most of the time, it's not that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> most of the time, there's a huge That's backstory. <laughs> yeah, and there's, there's things episode. that you could never say anyhow because you don't want to hurt right. people's feelings there's and things. Another, like, there's right. things that'll never be said, and yeah. it would be right. terrible to say them. Exactly, and that's another thing. You know that there's there's a whole lot of stuff that people can't say. Yeah. And what, and out of respect, and also out of their job, like they can't risk their jobs yeah. to say something like that. Um. So yeah, it's just it's so. The harsh judgment is so unfair when you really only have a tiny, you know, percentage of the information. Yeah, it's, right. it's unfair, but I mean, look, and I some probably, of it's fun. It's, <laughs> yeah, some of it is fun, and then, but you know, I probably did the same things with some of my shows that I loved. I was probably like, "Why did you right. do that?" Yeah. Yeah. Why did that character disappear on Friday Night Lights? Oh, the writers oh, strike. Oh, okay. don't even. <laughs> <laughs> don't even. <hear laughs> <story. laughs> That's such a great show. That's the best show. That's the for the win. Yes. Texas Forever. We could bring Candace and Kara in, we could have a whole Tim Riggins like oh, yeah. 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 yeah, but it's like it's like, you know, uh, I think Jeff has said this publicly a, a few times, you know. Daniel came to him and said, uh, don't please yeah. You know, I'm I I want to pursue some other opportunities, but please don't no, kill my character. Yeah, yeah. Because you see, know, the doors open if, it, if but you. But see, do you know how fandom interprets that? Oh, you're a female. 
and you ain't heap of mail. And that's how so they feel, which is so unfairly me. <laughs> I'm at, yeah, that, that's not a fair interpretation. Exactly. <laughs> I, I see, yes. but I, I see every day. That's one I of the criticisms you. of the show that um, rubs me the wrong way a little yes. bit the hardest. Yeah. Just because, as a woman of color myself, I'm yeah. pretty protective of the characters, of all of the characters. Yeah. And, um... I feel like it's unfair to look at that situation as characters killed. It's more fair to look at them as actors hired. Yes. You know, um, those characters could be cast. <coughs> everyone could be cast the same. Yeah. The story would be the same. But see, that's how I, I see it, too. I take it the same way. Um, I'm just in the depths of hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we, so, no, we read them, yeah. too. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. No, I mean, I try to keep away from Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Teen Wolf is one of the most progressive shows on TV. And there there is a vast wasteland (laughs) of a lack of diversity on television. So when people see a little ray of light, they just want it to be bigger and they want it to be better. I mean, my thing is, like, if if people are going to, like, praise Teen Wolf for having the kind of diversity where everything, like, you know, sexuality, race, etc., is a non-issue then how can they criticize it for the same thing with, like, characters getting killed off, if you know what right. I mean? Like, right. If, We're equal opportunity yeah. murderers. Like, yeah. if it's... <laughs> I just like killing people, Pete. I don't like, <laughs> If it's... Yeah, if it's a non-issue, if they, if they, if they like the fact here. that they treat it like a non-issue on the show, but then there are people who are, like, offended that it's never stated outright so that Scott is Hispanic. They're like... I'm like, you've seen him, right? Like, it's like... <laughs> It's like they're like they offended that it's not about about the story, like the right. story. And I'm like, I'm not sure what your angle is here. Like, I don't. Well, I well, mean, people have. I mean, I I'm a, I agree with you in this specific in this, but I understand the anger. Right? Yeah, I get it. Like, I you look around at media and you look around mm-hmm. the world, and I get the anger and yes. the outrage. Like, I totally understand it. I think sometimes it might be a little misplaced, mm-hmm. but I still understand it. Sure. Like, sure. I, I mean, I agree with the vast majority of it. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like it should be a little bit directed in a she, different direction. Well, Mindy Kaling addressed that recently, too. And she, she did. did. What did she, did. she say? She says when you do it, you do it pretty well. People want you to do it even better. Yeah. And we're all trying. And I think we are constantly always trying to improve that, you know. And, and I think that's one of the beauties of writing in genre is that there are so many metaphors that you can deal with sexuality and race without being so specific about it. Um, People vilify what they don't understand. They vilify the other. And you see that a lot in terms of monsters and hunters. And you don't have to go into those places where it's real (laughs) because we're reflecting it. Sometimes you just want to get away from the real. I mean, good Mm -hmm. lord, read the news today and I was like, oh, it makes me just want to go home and watch something not real. Yeah. Because the real's hard to deal with. Yeah. Do you have any last questions for us before we... Uh, No, I mean, we're going to see you guys down at the thing. If you guys come down at BiteCon, we'll be there. Hopefully yeah. say hi. Whatever. Yeah, yeah you're <laughs> too early. Uh, I don't know if we were meant to say bye to Jeff before we went. He said he might come in, but I don't know what he's doing right now. He was going to the gym last time we saw him, so yeah, no, we worked out. Yeah, we right in there. Oh, cool. And no, I'm not, I'm not kidding. Yeah, yeah. Like he's just like that. Oh yeah, Jeff's yeah. really Working super out. buff. And <laughs> yeah. we have a trainer, Tony, who Jeff brings in. It's very, very generous, and some of us take advantage of. Um, being able to work out at the same time. And we do rewrite. Like, Jeff's like, okay, so let's talk about Kira. 
And then, like, he'll do a rep set. That's and then he... <laughs> she is, like, the way you have brought her in and fleshed her out. Yeah, I love and her. And gave her this identity is fantastic. Oh, good. Yeah. I think she has done even, she's even surprised us how yeah. much we love her. I mean, I was looking forward to that character, and I think Arden has even taken yeah. it to a level that I was so happy about. She's so yeah. charming. She's, just so, yeah. she's so cute and charming. I just yeah. love her. She, I love her dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and she does the awkward, really nice. Yeah, but does the... yeah, our thing about Kira was like when she first came on and she kind of was first overhearing them and stuff like that, and she was like a little bit like emo in her dress. She seemed like the kind of person who would be like, once she found out everything was real, like she's the kind of person who would be nerdy about like mythological shows on TV, and then it's just like, oh my god, this is so cool. Yeah. Kind of thing. And it was just, yeah, we loved her right off. But so. she seems like the kind of girl you'd want to be friends with, right? Yeah. Like, you know, because she's not, you know, pretentious or anything. We want her and Derek to be friends. Because we, we think now. Derek is a nerd. We think yeah. Derek is a secret. Like, yeah. he's a nerd. like that. He's like, well, he does so much reading, and he knows about all this stuff that's like not it's actually true. from his life experience. It's just like because he's read all of these. Books. It surprises me sometimes how much Derek knows. <laughs> yeah. Who knew he spoke many languages? Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised that you was not even aired yet. I was surprised in episode four of six some of the things that he he knows. Oh, oh man. Oh, Really? Really? All right then. Yeah. Well, well read man, that dude. He um, and he's always holding a book, and we just feel like, yeah, Derek is a secret nerd, and he like. Imagine the library in the old burnt down hail house that we never got to see, right? I imagine that one room was really a super cool library because I like super cool libraries. Yeah. In my fanfic, it's all about the. Hale Library. It's yeah. really boring fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> I go into this Dewey Decimal thing that'll blow your mind. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, we will see you guys you. on the weekend. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. Well, we like hearing that. So Thank you. particularly loves hearing that. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. Phil, that's yeah. Courtney. Oh, cool. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we'll see you on the weekend, I suppose. Okay. We'll yeah. yeah. All right. So anyway, that was the interviews with the three writers that we got to meet who are all very cool and energetic and funny and irreverent. And it's just, it's clearly a very, very fun team, very young team, very mixed group of people. And it's yeah. a lot of opportunities. Like everyone here seems to be given a lot of opportunities and like in a really personal manner, which is yeah. really cool. So hope you liked that and I hope we're able to hear more from the set in future if they ever, you know, want to come on the show again at some point. Uh, we've left them a bunch of our cards, so, <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I don't know. If we think of anything else, I guess we'll record something else for you back at the hotel if we, we have anything to talk about. But um, we just want to – yeah, they, they invited us to do this podcast, by the way. they We thought we were just going to come and see the set and be like, hi – Nice to meet you, we going home. You. They invited us to come. It was their idea for us to come and podcast in the conference room here. Originally, they were going to put us in the writer's room, but apparently there's too many spoilery boards up right now. We can't okay. see it. So, yeah. But, yeah, we're in their, their conference room where they have meetings. We're not allowed to take pictures of the room we're in because there is stuff all over the walls that's, like, inspiration for season four. So we'll tell you about it once season four comes out, I guess. We'll do another yeah. episode once season four comes out talking yeah. about the stuff we – so, so yeah. I guess that yeah. would be okay. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. I guess yeah. like once it's yeah, once it's been on the air. <laughs> yeah, like we'll tell you about the scene we saw filming once yeah. it comes out. It. Yeah, we'll just ask how it happened. 
Yeah. And yeah. like, I'm, I was really stuck. We didn't get to take a picture, but I loved seeing Lyndon in his sheriff's uniform. Yeah. Like, yeah. that was cool. Yeah, was that really was really cool. And, uh, he told me not to take his candies. <laughs> <laughs> He's very, very we went to uh, the, possessive um, craft the services. Well, yeah, we went to craft services and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They nice. fed us. It was very nice of them. Very nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, good times. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's really hyperactive. <laughs> in a good way. He's yeah. got a very lot of, good way. He's got so much love for the show. He's, uh-huh. I mean, you can He was tell. so excited about what he was telling yep. us. Again, we can't tell you. But he was so excited about telling us. Like, he was like, you're going to love it. Like, you're going to, like, all these things. He's like, this is going to happen. And you're going to love it. You wait till you see how it's done. Yeah. And he was uh-huh. so stoked. So stoked on, like, his exactly. stuff. So that was really yeah. cool. Like, yeah. yeah. It was exciting. Yeah. I'm ready for season four. Yeah. I'm ready for season four. Yeah, I thought we were burnt out. Now yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. We're to- yeah. now we're re-energized. re-energized. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally here for season four. Yeah. Let's, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we'll probably keep thinking of stuff, but we have to drive back at some point. Uh, so we've been here for like a long time. Two thirty. It is now uh, seven forty. So five hours. Wow. Hi. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks for putting up with us. So yeah, that's yeah. nice. But yeah, it was really cool to to do and and exciting. And now we're gonna go back to BikeCon and have a whole weekend of insanity with everyone yeah. there. sharing with you guys. And yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We don't know when this episode's gonna come out. Hopefully, it'll be soonish. So hopefully because, you did approach us and it, say hello. We probably yeah. have a whole lot of new friends. Yes. Yeah. 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 But yeah, we'll all just say bye now, like bye from Teen Wolf Base Camp, bye from Teen Wolf <laughs> Headquarters. Like yeah. bye. Bye, bye guys. Bye. I definitely just waved at the computer. <laughs> <laughs>